This nation was founded by men of many nations and backgrounds. I have a dream. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. We have a liftoff. Yeah. All right. I mean, Doom Nation, your guys' fans. This is a. It's a great day. Where are, let's let's start off with why we're here and where we are, guys. All right. So, Sergeant and Samurai, and two Doom men, Doom yes. Nation. We're at Angry Eric's Brewery up in Newton, New Jersey, and we're here for the Revolution Fest under uh, Sons of Liberty. So they're throwing it off, and uh, a lot of people aren't really familiar, but this is uh, this is the weekend or the days that uh, Paul Revere took took the ride to warn us about the British are coming. And uh, they did a buck uh, 12, yes, 12 mile bike ride this morning to, you know, co- uh, how would you say that? Come, come around? To let us know the liberals are coming? Yes. To let us know. <laughs> the shit libs are coming. The shit libs are coming. on the way. Get ready. So well, you think about what this weekend is, right, guys? And I'm Jeff from Sons of Liberty, for those that don't know. But just uh, this weekend is about rebirth, right? It's a holy weekend. But we got to remember, Paul, this is Patriots Day weekend in addition to being Easter weekend. And what is Patriots Day? Well, Patriots Day was when Paul Revere went to go warn the villages outside of Boston that the British were coming, not because they were doing anything in particular, because they were fortifying their villages because the British had already taken over Boston. Yeah. And he was going to warn them. And so what we're just saying is that's the beginning of the American Revolution. We all celebrate Fourth of July. Right? But do we celebrate the beginning, the guys that on the ground at first? Because those guys were the veterans, the farmers, the small business yep. owners. So I don't, I don't want you know, off the no, top. No, no, take it well, we're we celebrating now, boys. Yeah, 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 yeah dude, cheers. cheers, brother. Cheers. Salute. Yeah, cheers. Cheers over there. Thank you, guys. Phil, Phil's, yeah. Phil's not drinking. I think he's on uh, uh, pain meds. So, That's <laughs> so we'll all be on pain meds later. Yeah, yeah man. Just, just uh, even historically, like the, the founding fathers, Paul Revere, all these guys. Like, what, what is the famous phrase or saying? It's like they like risked, you know, toil, riches, oh, yeah. blood. To, for independence nowadays, like oh my god, it's so hard to share a meme yeah. on Twitter, like <laughs> you know, to, to kind of like push back. You on risk tyranny. being canceled. Independence, like yeah. these guys, man, they put their fucking ass on the line back then. That should be respected, and yeah. we're gonna fight tyranny, which is the past two years. I mean, the least you could do is show up and vote or talk to people yeah. about it. Well, a little, talk a little fact about, about Paul, Re- Paul Revere's ride: it was a bar crawl. He went yes. from tavern to tavern and bar to bar to warn all the people because that's where they were hanging out in like social settings back then. Yeah. That's, why we're that's where all the men That's where we are right now. Yeah. That's an idea for next year, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that going. Well, I mean, it, you know what's wild, too, when you think about it? It's like, you know, the founding fathers, a lot of them were like 18 and 20 years old it, yes, when all were. this shit was going down. And our 20-year-olds can't even figure out what bathroom they're going to right now. Yeah. But it's fucking wild that, you know, People of that caliber, and also people that are, you know, were in higher statures, were taking this risk of losing all their fortunes because there was a lot of founding fathers that were making money being in the colonies yeah. and the new things, and they were just like, "We got to do this." Well, now or never. The other thing, <laughs> the other thing to remember too is, and, and talking about like, yeah, there's people, eighteen-year-olds aren't ready, but I want, I want to make this clear. Yes. Paul Revere and the guys and. Uh, Samuel Prescott and William Dawes, all those guys. By the way, I was a history teacher. For I was just going to say, Jeff's a history yeah. teacher. So and those guys, nice. they, their biggest enemy wasn't the other 18-year-old or 20-year-old who was like, oh, what are you talking about? The British are great. It, they were targeting the centers of power. They were targeting the crown. There's a lot of people that are confused. Yes. But I'm telling you, I don't care what your political 
stances. We're all Americans. Right. Yeah. And we need to come together and remember <laughs> that there are centers of power. I want to take us back a few months before Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, if I can, real quick. Yeah, go for it. So, yeah. December 1773, the British repealed all the taxes that they tried to put on after the French and Indian War. And what, what ended up happening was they couldn't, the, the colonists just refused and said, We're equal to you. You don't get the taxes. We're British. They wanted to be British. But they weren't being respected. So in 1773, the British said, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna take all the taxes off, but we're gonna start shipping in really cheap tea from Asia. It's actually from China. And when it got there, it undermined. What it did was, it was a monopoly that undermined all of the other tea that was coming into the colonies. And by the way, John Hancock, Sam Adams, they all had their hands in some Dutch tea and other tea, and they didn't want to see all their trade get get shut down." So what did they do? They took that stuff that came from far away and they dumped it in the in the harbor. And that cost millions, if not tens of millions, that would be billions of dollars today. Yeah. And that really got the British mad. The British came in, shut down the whole Massachusetts colony, got rid of the government, instituted emergency powers. I don't know if that sounds familiar to you. It's all new to me. And what happened was the cities, in that situation, the cities get shut down quick. Boston gets taken over. The British said, we can take over the cities in five seconds, we can shut this down. They didn't realize that the American Revolution was a rural insurgency. So in Yeah, what they were looking at, all these villages around Boston started preparing. And they can't have that. They can't have fortified, united communities. So they went after the, the Sons of Liberty members. That's why we're Sons of Liberty Patriot Discount Club, and that's why we're here today. We're in a brewery celebrating Patriot's Day weekend, reminding people that it's veterans, first responders, farmers, small business owners, and all of us Americans, whatever political party, we need to come together. Remember, we're all Americans, and there's centers of power mm-hmm. above us. They're not above us. They think they're above us, and they're coming for us in a way. They want more for themselves and less for us. Yeah, yeah. Of course. But this is America. Yeah. I, think, I think what's interesting about going back to That was beautiful, the, man. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. The, 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 uh, I, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the American Revolution was not so much ideological as it was practical and economical. It was a lot of economic factors that the British were in, impressing on the, on the citizens of you know, their colonists at the time, where they were like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. It wasn't so much of like freedom and yeah. independence ideologically. I mean, it was, but it was high taxes, the tea, etc. One thing I always say: if if the founding fathers had a time machine and they came right now to 2022 and they saw the tax rate that we're paying, <laughs> they'd be like, well, "What are you guys doing? Yeah. How have you not overthrown this government yet?" They'd be astonished that yeah. we haven't done anything about it. Well, I say it all the time, especially in New Jersey. Like we're taxed almost 70 percent. It's not just that you're taxed on your income taxes federally and everything else. We're taxed on. Uh, I just went to a hotel the other day. You know how many taxes there are just to rent the hotel? <laughs> oh, like for a night? Oh, state well, tax. State tax. Yeah. You know, uh, economy, uh, accommodations tax. Well, yeah. Well, think of, think of most of this you, is taxes. Yeah. When you buy yeah. out a car, so you spend $70,000 on your new truck, you pay the full amount of taxes for that, or you pay it over time. So now, that truck is. That's the only time this truck's ever going to be valued at seventy grand. Yep. Then in five years, I sell the truck to Skaggs. He has to pay taxes on it. It's no longer worth seventy thousand. I'm not making seventy thousand back. I'm selling it to him for what fifty, forty. Yep. There's taxes on it. Five years later, he sells the car to you. It's a ten-year-old car now. You pay taxes on it yep. a third time. You sell it to Steve. He pays taxes on a fourth time. It never stops. <laughs> And it's, it's like in Rhode Island, we have an excise tax. So 
So quarterly, you have to pay a tax on your car that you've already paid taxes on. Oh, nice. the taxes go. Yeah. Well, what about in Connecticut? Wild. Connecticut, you have to pay property taxes on your cars. And they, cars but, same as the SS but tax the, in Rhode Island. The, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Unless your car is like 25 years old, and and the only thing running on, on the road that's 25 years old is probably a Camry or a Corolla. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, but, like, but don't they also choose like how like they decide how valuable your car is yeah, and tax do. off that? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I almost fell off my chair when I just bought a new pickup two, uh, two years ago. So when I got the first tax for for it, I almost fell off my chair. It was over a brand. Oh, yeah. It just taxes for one car for the fucking guys, year. I want you guys to think about it this way, too. When you, the reason that they're able to tax and, and do things the way they are is when I, when I brought it, when we, when we were on the show, the, the Sergeant of the Samurai, um, we talked about Monopoly and how one thing that is lost on a lot of people, like if there's a great book, it's called Conceived in Liberty. It's like a freaking, it's massive. But it goes through how the American Revolution started. It starts in 1400, and it describes how in, in, in England they couldn't, they weren't getting any taxes because it was free trade, and people don't want to pay taxes when they don't have to, right? So what they did was they started creating these things called corporations. They would they would go to a, a business with some of the best fur traders and go, "Hey, you're gonna be you're gonna get special privileges from the government, but you got to make sure everyone else pays their taxes too." So then the corporations become the enforcers because they get special privileges. So one of the things we do at Sons of Liberty is we support all the patriotic mom-and-pop businesses. Yeah. We have 175 in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, mostly in this area of Jersey, including Angry Eric's Beer. You get discounts. Uh, Phil Murphy changed the rules in Jersey. It used to be he had discounts on beer. We got a way around it. You come to Angry Eric's, you get a gift card for 25 bucks. You pay 23 <laughs> so you get an 8% discount, and then you, you start your tab. With your gift card, and, like, and you get your discount. That's right. what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah right. The, that's yeah, what we're with doing. The, with the, uh, with the take, ones, yeah. take that, Murphy. Every business <laughs> in, that, in your face. Every business is a small business, and guess what? Small and I'm going to be audited in two. Fuck. We're all going to get this letter to the IRS tomorrow. They're squirrely, you know? Yeah. You can't control a small business owner. They don't like to listen to people because they run their own lives. Yes. And we want to encourage that. And we also want to support veterans. My brother's a veteran. He just got out in June. He's kind of, I think he's on... <laughs> you know, he's getting there, but he uh, he injured himself this weekend, so he can't really walk. But I want to introduce Phil, and uh, and you know we're doing it for the vets. A lot of you know we have the small business owners. You know how hard it is. We got we got North Jersey MMA in our network, fifteen percent off. Please, if you're in North Jersey, go to North Jersey MMA. I mean, Garrett's a phenomenal uh, instructor. He's all we right. got that going. <laughs> I got my shirt on. Hey, don't talk. Don't smack about my business owner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He runs a great business. His, his instructions. Yeah, yeah. might be a little off. So. But, but the point is, is small business owners, squirrely. Veterans come out. Guess who gets put on these uh, uh, watch lists now? FBI watch lists. All these veterans coming Steve? back. Steve? I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not somewhere. You know but meanwhile, meanwhile uh, Frank James could put out 400 videos praying for people to die and wanting to kill people and being an extremist. And if we talk about ivermectin too much, we'll get our show pulled. Yeah, that's uh, the, we, the we have, Fox we have. Of it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, you guys aren't even on YouTube anymore, no, right? No, nope. yeah. We got, yeah, smoke us. Just had James on, that was number one. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> our rabbit. one strike. Yeah, the White Rabbit came on, number two. Yeah. We didn't get in any trouble for White Rabbit, did No, we? but we talked about harmless shit, yeah. like if dinosaurs real and yeah. well, funny, flat earth and things like listen, that. YouTube thing, doesn't care about that. The funny thing <laughs> is, is everything that got us pulled from YouTube... 
is it's proven, proven to be true. fact right yeah. now. Oh, it's been debunked? From, oh, from absolutely. Hunter Biden yeah. laptop, oh, dude, the I, election. Well, you're over, if you're over the target. Man. I was thinking of like exactly exactly of like like maybe like a thirty minute segment a week of like well two months ago so and so was a conspiracy theory and here's CNN saying this is Russian disinformation here's MSNBC and now here we are two months later and look at that it's proof that's all for today guys (laughs) see you later daily yeah thanks for coming out yeah. Hey guys, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be back in a little bit. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah. run this Cornell tournament. Um, you know, we're, we're I'm gonna be back. Phil, hang out for a little yeah. bit. Um, Let's talk to Phil if, if yeah. you want. Kenny Olson, he's a veteran firefighter. He runs the Lafayette Farmers Market. We're we're there a bunch for Sons of Liberty. We also support his events. I want to just yeah, bring yeah, him bring into him the in. conversation yeah. for a little bit, and uh, I'll be back. I got to get this tournament running though. So All right, guys, yeah, yeah. be back. All right, yeah. Yeah. see you in a little bit. Let's let's ask uh, let's let's get let's get Kenny here to sit down. Okay, let's ask uh, yeah. let's talk to some veterans. Let's maybe talk a little bit about war. How about that? <laughs> talk right. about Kenny. war. Just speak right Kenny, right? To the mic, eh? Sorry, Kenny, right? <laughs> yeah, Kenny. So, I'm so, Ken Olson. Yeah, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ken Olson. I'm a um, retired Clifton fireman in uh, Clifton, New Jersey. I run the Lafayette shops at Lafayette Farmers Market. And I am a vet of Desert Storm. Also, very nice. So, so first of all, man, first, Phil, Kenny, thank you guys, obviously, for your service. Uh, <laughs> we keep, we keep yeah. leaving Steve out. Steven, yeah. Steve I mean, <laughs> Steven, he's part of the whole, the whole, you know, the whole operation. But um, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about, man? There's a lot we can maybe pick your guys' brains about yeah. right now that's going on in the world. There's the war in Ukraine. There's the war in Yemen, which no one even fucking knows about. Yeah. There's obviously the yeah. disaster of Afghanistan, the pullout. Well, now. Uh, so, I mean, were you in Afghanistan or not? I was in Iraq. Okay, and you, um, Phil? I was in the Persian Gulf, okay. right off the coast of Iran. Okay. You were in Iraq as well, right? No, I was in uh, Kuwait. Kuwait, Desert Storm, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Desert Storm. Yeah. Old-timer. Old-timer. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Kuwait, too. It's hotter in Kuwait than it is in Iraq. It's a weird dynamic. Is it? It's so hot. It's so it's, hot. <laughs> it's like 130 in a Christmas day. No, oh, Jesus Christ. It's, it's a heat that you don't understand, like... It's like being inside of an oven. Yes. Yeah. But, but, but you don't really sweat. Like, you, it's, yeah. it's weird. Like, you really sweat very much. It's like, it just evaporates immediately. <laughs> That's weird. It's, it's so wild. Well, it's, it's like a day of cooking. out the water. You're cooking. Yeah. You're, you're, you're yeah. literally, your insides, you're literally are insides are cooking. And you're, you're also cooking. wearing like 100 pounds of gear. I was going to yeah. say, you're wearing so much yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a whole different kind of, uh, well, obviously it's a different world than, than we know, but it's yeah. like... Uh, you don't realize what you're getting yourself into until, like, you walk off, like, the, the, the C-130 or the C-19, and you, when those doors open up, you're like, holy <laughs> It's like walking into a, walking into one of them infrared soldiers. It takes yeah. the air right yeah. out of you, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like a wall of heat. So, real quick, though, okay, so you're running the fire, farmer's market up in Lafayette, correct? Yes. correct. So, that's what I think is pretty unique that Sons of Liberty is doing right now, is you're connecting not just patriots, but... You know, local groups that are willing to create their own networks and their own structures to be able to help each other if shit does hit the fan, right? Right, we're a lot stronger together. A thousand percent. And being the farmer's market, I think that's huge because it's food. Yes. Food, food, we all need food. The only reason why we were allowed to Food is the great connector. Because we have food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, So do you have your own farm or do you just do the networking I used to do bees. I had a, a honey business, okay, Ooh. and then I gave that up uh, two years two years ago now. And um, I had forty eight hives selling the honey, yeah. And um, I gave that up, and then I continued to run the farm. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, everyone? It's the two Doom Men. 
and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire, TNT, Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code DOOMED to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. Oh, awesome. I might I might have to tap into you later for like a connect for raw honey like because in every like I've been looking up a lot of like natural remedies and every single one of them like the number one item is like raw honey raw honey, honey is raw amazing honey. if you read about honey it's amazing yeah the the health benefits are just out of control for it yeah well it's funny my actually my old landlords were beekeepers too so when we got allergies real bad they literally lived two houses down from the house that we rented from them and they would just bring us raw honey in take it for allergies yeah. because it's like especially if it's that local right right exactly. if it's local if you take it daily a lot of people say oh it didn't work but they took it once every three months so it's like a supplement yeah, yeah you so just take it every day a spoonful and you're good yeah if, and you if know. you take like turmeric ginger and honey and make yeah. like a tea out of it oh, yeah. anti-inflammatory anti-infection like like a ton of stuff for you welcome like, to the herbal living yeah. podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm not a doctor though so yeah <laughs> Well, you know, we can talk about this, but, you know, ivermectin, we get kicked right off, so. No, I, I, I like what you said. There definitely is something to, like, networking with your neighbors yeah. and working together and stop relying on the centralization of our the way our society works, right? Because if things were to go to shit, you know, most people think just, like, food appears in the supermarket, as we've said, forever. So you need to, like, make friends with someone who grows honey and someone who's a farmer. How do you grow honey? You grow honey by bees. You grow honey, bro. Someone who makes honey. Someone who makes honey. Uh, there's 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 something lacking in society right now in terms of society. Yeah. You have to like actively participate. I feel like no, you in don't. Recreating, you know, community and things like that. That's I, one of the ways we could yeah, fix no, the fucking I, million problems that we have. I think if there was that American utopia, whatever it would look like, there would be large sections of like, all right, we live in section A of town A and. Steve over here has the chickens. You got the honey. You two are doing vegetable gardening. Me and you are hunting. And this is how we produce for a smaller community instead of Whole Foods. Industrialization. I know. The, 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 the tough part about that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's like it is a form of socialism. You bring something to the table, I bring something to the table, and we do but, it. But that number yeah. gets... It has once a finite number. Giant, once you get a certain number, it's really not. I think yeah. it's like it's free market. It's free market trade. It's really not socialism at all. Well, no, no, like true. Bartering. We're all providing bartering. Bartering is that we need. 
but, but working together at the same time. Yeah. But it's huge because I mean, like, hey, I'm in this community too. I live up this way. I have a small right. business up this way. But like, that's a, that's the biggest thing is I think we need to simplify things because it's gotten so overblown, so out of control that we do yeah. need to yeah. kind of put put ourselves back into that smaller box where we can rely on you. Like, I need some food. Great. You need some security. Awesome. You at need the markets, this. At you the know, markets, like, we trade stuff constantly, and it's no money changes hands. You know, which is huge. I give. You know, I'll give a jar of honey for jelly and bread. Yeah. You know, and it's right. walk awesome. out of there that's, with that's other fantastic. stuff that we produce, exactly. but we get it from other people. Yep. Well, we're the only idiots that uh, we had everything growing around us. We could farm, we could grow, and we're like, hey, let's make dollar bills. Let's make, let's make money and ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like America's Perfect. largest export right there's, now there's is that, dollars, is not it, things. It's the petrodollar. Yeah. It's the dollar itself is a basic export. I give Iran 500 500 million dollars or a billion dollars we know exactly what it's being used for yeah to, to buy their own oil to, to send to us yeah i know to buy their own oil yeah. to send to yeah. us. makes think, a lot of sense i think right? it's a good yeah. thing that uh that system is kind of starting to collapse with the the multipolar world you know just emerging now and and china russia decentralized like, ah, you know and it was yeah. our own doing putting sanctions and etc on them i think that's a good thing it, it might be some pain in the short term for americans but in the long term we'll get away from just like imperialism and exporting dollars as a thing. We'll have to make shit here on our own to survive. People will benefit in the long term from this like fraud that the Federal Reserve is doing. Well, I mean, look at what COVID did. The f- COVID was the biggest attack on small businesses. Remember, like, Home Depot right. could stay open, but Harry's Hardware had to yeah. close. Right. Go Walmart buy- could sell toys, yeah. but, you know, yeah. Yeah. Steve's Toys Chest couldn't sell yeah. toys. Yeah. And so it would, I mean, just sitting there looking at that, that was designed to destroy 100%. all small businesses. Because yeah. the more small businesses we get rid of, the more, like, because if you, you could go into town, and if you go to McDonald's and you go to Target, they got you. They got you where they want you to. But if I go to your studio instead of some corporate, you know, MMA thing, I could learn something that they don't want me to learn. And that's exactly. a fucking issue. And that's, you know, that's, you know to go to your right, point. Right, you might have Garrett chewing your fucking yeah. ear off about <laughs> politics or something. I get hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's holding you down. Listen to me, goddammit. Yeah. Hey, listen, I do what like, I do. Mike, what do you want? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know, beer, anything, whatever. God. I'm not picky. I'll drink. So, you put it in front of me, I'll drink it. So how, how often do you guys run the farmer's market up Are you? Because I know they just redid all that up there, right? Not too long ago. Because my gym wasn't too far down from here. Yeah. But uh, I moved back to the Lake of Packer. Around five years ago, it was rebought by yeah. a guy named Nick. And he bought it, and then he put millions into it to fix everything up. Yeah, no, it looks As nice. the people came in, he would just rip it, uh, strip everything down. We do everything, all electric, everything. He did a great job on it. Um, we, we're opening May 15th for the season. Okay. We're going to be open uh, every Sunday until the end of October. Okay. And every third Sunday, we're also going to have a non-food vendor, like uh, not a flea market. Yeah, I can't yeah, call I it a flea market. Yeah, yeah, Just a non-food, non-food vendor. vendor. I like that. Um, type of a uh, vendor. Awesome. So uh, then we also have September 17th, we're having a wine and beer festival. Awesome. Then we have a garlic festival um, October 15th and 16th. Guys, are a few of our favorite things. Wine, garlic, beer. We can go buy a couple of cases of 13 stretch and bring it to the wine festival. Here we go. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, because I remember even when I was younger, like years ago, they used to do all that patriotic, revolutionary yeah. stuff at, at that place there. And then they stopped doing it. I remember when I was like eight years old, they were doing like Mohegan actually growing yeah. back then. And it used to have so many cool things right out there, historical things. We're working on it. We're that. trying to bring it back. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, the guy that owned it before Nick drove it into the ground. He never fixed anything. It was falling apart. Well aware. They had to, <laughs> most of the stores left. They well, did. now with COVID, as you were talking to small businesses, it was, it was harder and harder to get people to stay or come in. Right. So we're down. I think we have eight retailers there. Okay. But now there's, it's starting to shift. We're starting to get a lot of renewed interest, which is great. Um, it should be full, I would say, in another two years, it'll be full. Oh, that's awesome. There's 56 units here. Well, it's tough, man. I mean, I'm a small business owner, and I've had to, you know, I've been open since 06, right? So two years into my business, I had to deal with the Great Recession, yes. right? And then, you know, you come through that, and then you have something else happen a couple years later. Housing markets and this and that, and all that stuff. And then I go through COVID, too. So I've literally, since I've been in business, there's literally been something every couple every of years. Every couple of years. So, you, you know, to, to just keep plugging along, and that's why I always say the small businessmen and women are dangerous is because we don't have to quit. We get kicked down all the time. We get back up. We don't get the handouts. We don't get the bailouts. We don't get this. We don't get that. But we're still plugging along, and that's the dangerous because we have enough money to fuck shit up, yeah. and we're smart enough to do it on our own. Mm-hmm. That's why they tried to kill us. But, and it's almost like... You've already been through a recession, say 2008, you know, 2009, the, the housing crash and everything. Then you went to crazy unemployment for a long time that didn't start recovering until almost 2015, 16. Yep. And, and then you went through a pandemic, and, you, and if you're still alive after that, that's a testament of its own. Yeah. So you've already been through, you know, crash and then a pandemic. So what's next? <laughs> World War Three. World War Three. Literally, there's food shortages. What else? else Nuclear war. Right, they're charging headfirst into it. Yeah, it's like, and what's the administration actually said? Prepare yourselves for hyperinflation. Prepare yourself for food shortages. Coming this fall, we're going to see something like we've never seen before. Let's put this into perspective for a second. Like, I don't care. Like, let's take out like the media holding up Joe Biden for a second. The president straight up said, I don't care if he's Republican or Democrat, the president straight up looked in the camera and said, oh, food shortages are going to be real. Right. And no conspiracy. one, no one gave a shit. Everyone's like, ha! No one, <laughs> no one cares. And, so, they, and they constantly lie all the time. So if they're telling you the truth, you know it's going to be real yes, bad. Yeah. Yeah. So on your end, dealing with the local farmers, because like we've been hearing around the country, we have friends that are in middle America and stuff, and they're like, yeah, they're paying them to dump milk. Yeah, they're paying them more to burn their crops than to produce them. What are you seeing on the local level? And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, Doom Nation? It is Skaggs here, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Two Doom Men podcast. If you like political discussion, guns, beer, movie and TV reviews, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel, and share the show with your friends. That's the best way we can get around Big Tech's algorithm. You can also just go to linktree.com slash men to find everywhere the show has a presence. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Skaggs89. Thank you, everyone, and let's get back to the show. Uh... Local level, obviously, it's gonna you know prices are gonna have to go up a little bit, but I don't see it going up as much as the big box. 
um, just for instance, uh, plastic to grow your vegetables on went up 50% last year and is going up another 50% this year. So, so you're talking 100%, 100% increase, increase because yeah. it's a petroleum-based product. Mm -hmm. um, this, the um, seeds and everything are through the roof. And if you get it through the mail, that's the other problem. Guys are getting stuff shipped. What about fertilizer? Not, is it, is fertilizer's the, high also. Very it, high. Well, Russia's but, the biggest producer. Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. But now, now yeah. question though. Since you are a small business in like a local community, is the community big enough to like keep you afloat that you won't... We, like where if you start doing more... If you really start condensing it all local, no more ordering seeds and stuff like that, right. would you be able to keep your right. prices down? I'm going to say no because farming is not in New Jersey anymore. I would say, is it even possible to operate under that sort of structure? Like, is it even is it even possible to operate on on that type of structure? Like, without having to rely on. We have to bring stuff in. Right. That's a problem. Unless it all went to shit, and we said, okay, burn it all down. We got to start. Then, yeah, we would we would find a way to do it. I'm sure. But for the most part, you're going to spend more money buying seeds this local, like in a small location. You know, then you would it would be worth it. And then you're going to sell the, the vegetables and product back to the people, and they're going to be like, "Why is it so expensive? Well, you charge me this for seed, right? You know, and this for fertilizer." It's never as so, simple as it seems. Yeah, no. So your yeah. profit margin starts at your seeds, I assume. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not the finished product. It's, it starts this big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. But I mean, it's as opposed to the bigger box. I think we're going to be okay, but. Everybody that all my vendors are telling me right now the price has to go up. It has to. It's otherwise they're not going to sustain. Right, of course. Um, what they have, and they're not working on a large profit margin anyway. Well, that's the tough so, part too. Is they, they keep they keep coming from the bottom to shrink your profit margin and then price regular people out. So then there is no money. So you only have one choice is to buy from the big or right. buy from overseas. Yeah. And it, it, that's what it always, right. that's what always drives and, me and insane is America is self-sufficient. It can be. We have the farmland. Yeah. We have the resources. We have the oil. But you we have, have the, the ingenuity. You have the EPA and stuff. The hell is stupid regulations. The government gets in the way. The red tape. The government gets involved and ruins everything. They always do. Everything. It's also the government is for sale as well. So these gigantic, you know, the government companies are lobbying. Well, that would be nice, right? That would be nice. <laughs> for once. <laughs> but these giant corporations yeah. are lobbying the politicians to crush Absolutely. you and to yeah. crush Harry's hardware. This whole NASCAR store. NASCAR yeah. suits with the sponsors on them. Yeah. 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 Because everyone loses their mind when Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter, but no one bats an eye when, when uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos buys Washington Post. Yeah. Stop it, because he, he likes he likes. Isn't that wild, too? Can yeah. we talk about... Do you guys mind if we talk about that for well, a yeah. Do you know what's okay. going on with I Elon and Twitter? Get, I definitely want to get Phil involved, because he's been yeah. sitting yeah, here. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here Phil's quiet, though. Phil's quiet. Phil's quiet. Chime in. Sorry, I'm taking payments, but... Get the man a drink. I have a question. Going back to Putin... So since he's getting rid of uh, their currency and he's getting into ruples, how much of an impact do y'all think uh, that that's going to have on our society? So I, I do on Mondays, I do uh, Samurai Silver with Dr. Kirk Elliott. We were talking about that because he's accepting precious metals and he's accepting rubles and rupees as payment. That's going to definitely hurt us because why? What is, like we said earlier, right? What is everything propped up on? The fiat dollar. Yeah. The American well, 
And that's the only thing that's that's kept us in, in, in business is everybody has to use our dollar to purchase things. Yes, we're going to take a hit. We're going to take a hit hard. That's why I always push for the golden silver. Because you know what? No matter what time, everybody always had it. No matter what generation, no matter what dynasty, everybody was going after the golden silver. Yeah, right. So whether it's it's... Was it as functional to carry around like a bag of silver? No, but it's still things. Whether yeah. it's food, whether it's whether it's gold and silver, whether people are going to need things. And when you see these giant companies like uh, Tesla and Elon Musk and these business heads, Warren Buffett, selling off their own companies, you think they're selling it because they don't believe in their own companies? No, they're not stupid people, and they didn't become billionaires for a reason. They know something's coming. They're buying up commodities like Bill Gates, like farmland and all that right. other shit. You need land, you need precious resources, you need commodities. You need something. You, if you own those things, that's, that's right. the real money. We just choose to live in that your assets. currency. Yeah, it's exactly. your assets. So it's like if you if you have farmland, you got something. If you have gold or silver, nobody, no, no king's ever turned that down. Right? It, you know, it's gold. almost like when uh, Hitler got rid of their currency and made his own currency for Germany. Yep. So yeah. this is... We're gold, all going into World War III. Gold was explained to me. He was like, he's like, gold is, the, the guy who explained to me, he's like, gold is recession proof. He's like, if we're in a recession and I have all this gold, I'm the richest man alive. But if the market's doing good and the economy's doing good and my gold is, isn't worth anything, it's fine. Because my business is making a ton of money. He owned a jewelry store. He's like, so when the economy's good, everybody's buying diamonds and gold and I can name my own price. I'm making the money. Recession hits, all my gold is now ten times more valuable. So, like, it's it's a good safe haven to have. And then something we were talking about, bringing it in with the food and Bill Gates owning all that private farmland. Why do you think he bought that? He knew there was going to be a food shortage before. You know what I mean? He's right. on the up and up World Economic Forum. They know what they're planning. Yeah. Now he either could stand to Now he could either stand to profit from it or control the yeah. flow of food in a way either that or, he, he makes money. ideologically believes in it or something like that. Oh, Going yeah. back to Putin, man, and this whole thing, I, I think it's a good thing that there'll be. There's since the fall of the Soviet Union, America has been the top dog. America has an empire around the world. We've influenced everything. That's happened around the world. Sorry, Oil has been traded in only American dollars. <laughs> I don't. I don't really see. I said marketing down there. I don't really see how any <laughs> of that has benefited just us here, like at sitting around this table. Wait, what was that? I'm sorry. Since the fall of the Soviet Union, essentially, right? America's had this empire built upon the Fed and the petrodollar and etc. Things have kind of sucked for for Americans <laughs> at home, you know, at large, right? There's no civil war or anything or, or death, but. Yeah. There's been violence around the world. America has been essentially propagating violence because it's like we have a monopoly. We're the, we're the king. We're the empire of the world. I don't think it's really benefited most people here in America. No. We're less free now than we ever have been, well, especially the, after well, after 9-11. Thing. Oh, yeah. Competition's good. So, in my opinion, just sorry, but no, no, you're good. in my opinion, other powers in the world are a good thing to balance, like, the greediness and the... And whatnot of our own government. Uh, our own government is very tyrannical. Let's just put it that I, way, right? Oh, it, it has been. And there's and all of us here could talk about it. We could hate it. We could do this. We could do that, etc. We're limited in our own power to do anything about it. So we almost need a Soviet Union yeah. to kind of counter them, and it actually kind of helps us in some way. 
indirectly almost. Well, good. I mean, it's like life with everything. You need balance, right? If, 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 if the structure's too much this way, you have a problem. If it's too much this way, so you do need balance. But getting back to America having a mom, it isn't. We're showing that America is a corporation. It's not a country right now that it was founded on. Because if it was, we wouldn't be in the situation we're yeah. in right now. And if the people that really cared about the country were doing right for the country, we wouldn't even be in this situation. Right, that's true. And we would have power. We wouldn't be an empire. We, yes, we would have balance, we would have power, and we would be doing the right for fellow man, right? right. All over the world. Whether you like this country or not, we would try to do our best to do that, right? Most people would, but it's just showing. It's the powers of beef that buck. Whether you're in Ukraine, whether you're in Russia, that's why they hate Russia right now. It's because Putin, whether you like him or not, he's not playing in the system right, right now. So they're trying to say we're cutting you off. Yeah, he's hurting right? the system. Listen, anybody that George Soros backs and likes and says something, you know, like like you have to you, like Ukraine. He's all about it. Right? Look, China, he was all about it until they got a little bit too big, and then he said, uh, Xi Jinping is the most dangerous man in the world. Blah, 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 blah. Right? They're all playing. We say it all the time. It's mafia groups. Yes. It's it gang is. territory. It's, it's gang territory. Whether you like Dottie T or not, he's the mafia boss that's doing the best for our, for our sector right yeah. now. The state, the state is the biggest gang. If, look, look, at, look at the yeah. scale. One percent. Yeah. There's something in Ukraine that the global elite need or want or have in Ukraine. So right away, Putin is number one bad guy. There is something about Twitter that the stakeholders don't want to give up. To right. me, the establishment can't run on a free speech platform. The narrative will crumble. Right. Elon Musk is now the Putin of Twitter. Huh, Don Donald it. Trump yeah, like was, not a, was not an establishment member. Getting into the White House, that was not the agenda they were going to push. Public enemy number one. It's right, right there in front of us. It's just a huge different scale. But anything that they're involved in, they are involved in. Once that outsider comes in to change it, whether it is a madman, mass murderer, not a good guy like Putin, you know, they're going to treat you the same way. No it's matter a bad what. guy yeah. against bad guy. Yeah. Yes. I do think that the Twitter thing is, is just fascinating because it's proven that Twitter has way more value than people think it does. Yeah. And people say this to me all the time. Why do you give a fuck about Twitter? It's a stupid platform. Influence. Who cares, right? Yeah. Well, well, Elon Musk just offered half, I think like 50% 54 more. 54.20. Than 54.20, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's way more than the actual value is. And yes. they're being like, no, no, we we'll don't want to sell it. Well, why said, not, though? You're, well, being, you're being offered a, a premium. Why don't you want to sell it? Why? That's because it has way more value than the actual monetary value. You can silence one you side can, and, yeah. and promote the well, other. One well, of the things I think Elon has is even exposed that I didn't even think about is the Saudi link to Twitter. Yes. And, the, and, the, and the connection there. And he even called them out right there on Twitter for everybody to <laughs> oh, see, yeah. which Elon's got balls, man. He, he tweeted, I think, at uh, one of the Saudi princes who was like, we're turning down the offer. And Elon was like, you know, let me ask you a question. Like, how much does the kingdom actually own? No, directly, of Twitter, and indirectly. directly and indirectly. And what is the kingdom's, uh, like, you know, philosophical position on freedom of speech? I took some balls to well, say, I have to same, say. That same Saudi prince that called him out also funded Obama's Harvard education. Was it? I believe it. Even, even just think oh, of it this way. Why, why would the Saudis even want to own Twitter? It's because they could use Twitter to influence the news cycle here, the, the public opinion here, in their favor. So Saudi Arabia needs us. They need our weapons. They need us to help prop up the kingdom in the region, uh, you know, against our, Iran, the war in Yemen, 
they need some sort of way to like propagandize our public in in their favor, or at least at least control our news cycle. Man, you go watch the news; they're always talking about Twitter, people tweeting this, people tweeting that. They have essentially bought a way into our nar- into like our public discourse through Twitter, Saudi Arabia. And it's, a, it's a one it's a one sided buyout. Right. Like you're, because you have to understand. Uh, well, I'm sure I'm sure most people that that watch both our shows understand that all of the major establishments, and that's by establishments I mean like media, sports, education, you know, even government right now, is all one-sided, it's all left-sided. So everything's pushing itself towards one direction. Now, you know, you know if Saudi Arabia can, can stay on that one side and influence it, which is pretty much the, the, the establishment in, it, in its right. entirety, they can keep that money train going. Like, and the fact that when you brought it down, the fact that people have no idea what's going on in Yemen, it blows my mind. Locked, yeah. Like, it's, it, like there's a generally like, it's on purpose. That it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, no one, no one even knows about Yemen. No one even, or even what's going on in Shanghai right now. People are throwing themselves off skyscrapers right yeah. now because they're starving oh, yeah. to death. It's what like, they're doing with the COVID? Uh, yeah, yeah, but but I, I have the Ukraine flag in my profile. Right. Ooh, yay. Or, or, yeah. Um, even on the way here from Rhode Island, I'm driving down the road doing back roads because I'm trying to cut through. I see Ukraine flags and, like under like on flagpoles. Right. I'm like, these people have. Where's no the Yemeni people. flag? Exactly. Right. Where's the fucking or the Iraqi the, flag? Right. Exactly. Or the Syrian flag. Well, it, it goes back to what I flag. said right. on on one of our last episodes. You know why the Yemen flag's not there or the Iraqi flag's not? Because the media didn't they tell, tell people them to, hang to do the flag. that. Just like when so. Eric Adams got out there, he goes, "I saw a thousand people in the streets protesting BLM." Where all the, you know, uh, Frank James just shot up. This is black on black violence. Where's all of BLM? They're sitting home waiting for the media Orders. to tell them to care what about to go it. do. Orders. Yes. To care about it. Yes. yes. Yeah. A, morning, Joe. These what do people, I do? Yeah, they, yeah. they have no Did you value. See that, that thing I posted uh, the other day on IG. So, what's her name on there? I don't remember her name, but I know exactly what we're talking about. The Morning Bob Joe lady. Show. Yeah. She's like, she's like, this is dangerous about Twitter. Elon Musk, he's going to be able to tell people what to what think. think. That's oh, our yeah. job. She's like, that's our job. Yeah. We're uh, supposed to tell you what to you, think. You that's caught it just like me, dude. Second, second time. time they've said that yeah. Yeah. outright on the show in yeah. the past, like, three months, maybe? Yeah, second time. That's not an accident, dude. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. that's like a Freudian slip or something like that. She she didn't mean to say that, but that's what she's thinking. We're well, supposed to tell you what to think, not Elon Musk. Well, you know what the yeah. wild thing is? I've oh. had a, we had Jim Price on the show, and he was telling us that there's actually a law in the books from years ago that if we tell you we're committing a crime and you choose to do nothing about it, it absolves us from that crime. So there's actually a law in the books that goes back. I believe that, that they were saying. So that's why you're seeing Joe Biden going. They're I don't know what it. I'm doing. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I'm telling you, I'm not really here, but I'm yeah. here. Oh, we went over here. We bombed this. We're telling you, we bombed this. That's we don't care about Tom it. Schwab, man. Dude, yes. You will nothing, and you will be happy. We did. They always. They will always tell you somewhere what they're going to do. It's just that no one listens. Right. Yeah. Well, they'll call you a conspiracy theorist yeah. for pointing it out. Yeah. Meanwhile, the fucking guy has a book called yeah. The Great Reset. I mean, if you talk about The Great Reset or try and point it out to people, they're like, ah, you're crazy. The guy has a book. He's holding it. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I do think um, I, I think those people are obviously up to no good, right? But I think a lot of them think they are doing good. Like, I think a lot of people probably 
joined the WEF and are like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to come here and like exchange ideas, talk to people, and worry about the future of humanity. But I think a, a few, a, a few like powerful ones, obviously, are nefariously intended. I think intended. that's how people get into politics yes. too, though, right? Yeah. They go, we go in for the right reasons. I'm going right. to really change this. And then they walk into that fucking war machine, right. and they're like, oh my god, I didn't know. It was right, they're shook. Bad. Yeah. And, and I can't change anything. I think think AOC is a perfect example of that. I I, I wholeheartedly believe AOC came in as some young person who thought she was going to do good, and now she's essentially exactly what she she hated. Maybe, maybe, right? But but, I can see, like, in Congress and in politics, people trying to get in for, like, the right reason, but I feel like the World Economic Forum, you were groomed ahead of time. Well, I think that's the grooming aspect of it. But I also think there's also competing interests within the, the World Economic Forum as well. Like, of course, of course, uh, uh, Klaus Schwab, he has his own interests of depopulation or whatever it might be. But, you know, the, the United States government establishment, they have their own interests as well. I mean, this is just the meeting room where a bunch of people conspire and, like, they all have their own individual aspirations as well. Overall, it fucks everybody who's just oh, yeah. a normal person. But... You know, bad guys essentially. It's like the Legion of Doom, right? The fucking Joker. The He's got, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the Joker, he has his ambitions. Yeah. Brainiac has his ambitions, but they'll sit down at the table and make some sort of plan. But then they probably all screw each other over if they had the opportunity the as end, well. Yes. Yeah. Once you once you see weakness, you strike. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you were friends at the beginning. I had an agenda. You had one, but it, that's what. That's why they hate Putin. Because exactly. he's another bad guy that just doesn't want to play by. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to sit at the Legion of Doom table yeah. anymore no. with them. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. I want gold. <laughs> I want gold. I want the gold. I want the Trans- gold. Transfer it into you know what? You know what? I always was very interesting. Uh, I saw a couple of articles. They were like, Putin's an oligarch, and he's look at his look at his mega yacht. Look at his mega. Did the Washington know. Post yeah. write this article? Well, he's like the richest dude yeah. in the world. I was like, so. yeah. and, and like, and everybody's like commenting it on Facebook, like, oh, but I was like. Wait, do you, do you really think, like, do you think Putin was a poor man or something? Like, does Russia have no money? Like, yeah, yeah the guy's a multi-billionaire. Of course he's got a huge, giant yacht and, like, cars and mansions. And people were, like, writing these articles shocked to find out that he has money. Like, how dumb like, are I you? Think, isn't he the richest guy? He might be yeah, the, he's definitely well, the richest no person. He's the well, richest there's there's no, no way to know. That's how you know he's the richest known person. known guy. But I don't think there's really a way of telling like no. a dollar amount of like what he has no. in a bank account. He's not going to tell us. Yeah. That's the only way we'd know. Yeah. It's not like any independent auditor is going to go <laughs> yeah. and audit Vladimir They just murder him. And they're going to put it down on the books. Yeah, like, right. Hey, They'll end up in a fucking garbage bag. Yeah. 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 If, you, if, you could wrap, if you could physically wrap your money around the earth like three times, you're doing all right for yourself. <laughs> exactly. Like, like hundreds. Yes, like hundreds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could wrap my money around my finger once. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Nice. What's up, Doom Nation? Does the media got you down? The news nothing but bad? This administration driving you to drink? Well, the Two Doom Men podcast is super excited to announce we are teaming up with the 13 Stripes Winery. 13 Stripes is a veteran-owned company that makes great American wine. And they are most famously known for their Let's Go Brandon wine. And now, if you use our promo code DOOMED at checkout, you will receive an extra 10% off your purchase. That's DOOMED, D-O-O-M-E-D, to receive an extra 10% off. Come on, Doom Nation. Let's save this country one bottle at a time.
So with all these uh, sudden deaths, just a lot of people are just randomly dying. Like I've in the last month, I've lost eight people that I know. Jesus. Do you think it's due because of the vaccine? Oh boy. Or this is uh, this is. I mean, that was yeah. <laughs> Depends where we're going to put this episode if we can talk about that or not. It's, it's no, you know what? Say. We could talk it. There is the versus. Uh, there is the Varus versus. I keep the, calling it the versus. Report. Report. Report Look, we're not doctors. You know, don't listen to us. We don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a virologist. Or a, yeah, we're not a virologist. Or a we're, just, we're just a bunch no, of guys that, here shooting shit. But I do have a fucking brain, and a lot of people are goddamn dying that are way too young. To be dying from cardiac arrest. What seven hundred and something athletes? It is I suspicious. Mean, you don't you don't take a healthy, an extremely healthy, wealthy person, and they just drop dead in the middle of the field. You know that was a extremely healthy, wealthy person. Yeah, those are the athletes. Now I don't know about you guys, but I personally know multiple people that have been vaccinated from this latest vaccine. Personally, okay. that have had cardiac problems. Heart problems. Uh, I know, like at least. Uh-huh. Are these people athletes? All of them, no. No, okay. Because, no. because I feel like, again, I, and and this is in the paperwork when you get the vaccine that there is a side there effect of myocarditis. Yes. Okay. Myocarditis is a is a side effect of the vaccine, which is heart inflammation, etc. Again, I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I feel like if you are a fucking soccer yeah. player or something like that, you're more susceptible susceptible to one of these reactions because you're like you're you're using your heart at an extreme rate and putting a lot of pressure on it. And now you've taken this new thing that they've all taken. So there is a link in my opinion. It's oh, yeah, not 100%. an action. Here's the thing. We're not soccer fucking players. We're not professionals, right? So so my opinion my opinion <laughs> is that if I were to get vaccinated, I'm not. But if I were, that probably wouldn't happen to me because I'm not playing for <laughs> Juventus. You're not running around you know what I mean? I'm not running around for 90 minutes as as the highest athlete in the, in the world. However, if you are, there is a risk, probably, to something like that. Yeah. Probably, but I don't know. It's, it's also hard to hide when you see them dropping. That's what I'm saying. That's, it's like one right. of the biggest sports in the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially in Europe, in, in the you know, when you see a uh, boom. Right. It's going to be talked about. Now, that could right. be happening. Well, it's not over. talked about, though. That's the thing. Well, we see it because we're on top of shit. But the, the fact that we're talking about it right now is could be a reason why you never see this video. Well, <laughs> right. that's a, you see, that's a good point. Yeah. I'll just say this. The older you get, the more you know what you don't know. I don't know a lot. All I know is there's a lot of people that, that come at me and tell me what's true and what's not. And it's my job to make a determination on is that good for my health or not. I'm the one that has to make that decision. See, and people don't do that. Yeah. They defer because right. it's easier. They defer their personal autonomy to other people. See, what, what you just said is very important because that's the whole point of this administration and most governments is, no, you don't get to decide. You're too stupid to decide. Yeah. There was an interview with Dave Portnoy when during the pandemic, remember he was doing a lot of day trading? And people were following his day trading to try and make money with him. And they interviewed him and they were like, well, aren't you worried about your listeners losing all their money and spending their paycheck, especially in these hard times during the pandemic? And Dave Pornoy was like, no, because they're, they're adults. If you're, if you're going to spend your entire paycheck and not buy food for your kid and not pay rent and not put gas in your car, that's on you. And like the interviewer was just like, 
but, but flabbergasted. How, but but how can you let your your followers do? No, no, it's their choice. I'm not making them do. But 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 there was always this. You, you know what it is? There, there's a cultural problem in this country right now where where things are are shifting more towards like socialism and and the mom state. The yeah, mom, the, 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 yeah the, the daddy state and like just centralization of even your way of thinking where like we were founded Absolutely. upon it, rugged individualism I trust you to be a fucking adult and make your own decisions and if I say something wrong to you you go ahead and you think about it and then you make a decision based on what I said but now we have this is a cultural problem like we can't legislate our way out of this you, you can only sit around a table and, and talk to people and be like hey you know you fucking are you know waiting on the government to tell you what is a good idea probably that is not a good idea not a good like ideology or philosophy to live by. You kind of got to just, you have to be your own person and think critically. And whatnot. That's what all these shows and all the shit that we do is about, well, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Well, so, so one of the reasons we started this company was because if you really think about it, politics is always, it's been said over and over, it's always downstream from culture. And there's two ways to, well, there's not two ways. I think ways. it could be reversible, though, but good. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. You can engineer culture yes. around politics, yes, right. They, right? That's what they're trying to do right it's now. It's been happening. That's, but, yeah. but, but, my point is this: if what are you going to do about it? You can complain, or you can build your own network systems, businesses. You can right. build your own communities. So, one thing we're trying to do is say, okay, things are this way. Are we just going to sit in front of the television and complain about it? Are we just going to like go, this isn't fair? No. We're going to say, okay, this is the world we're dealt with. This is the hand we have. And we're going to do everything in our power to create independent, dynamic, and just um, communities that are united. You know what I mean? We have too much division. It's so divided. And that's part of the plan. I mean, the Ro I yes. talked about this. Romans, yes. The Romans made this amazing. Like, they, they did such a great job at dividing and conquering all of the all of the nations that they took over. And then the British perfected it. When the Brit I mean, the British took over... Feudal like, Japan. Yeah. Feudal Japan. They, the second they got their shit together and they're like, we need to uh, unarm, we need to disarm, disarm. everyone. Right. They're like, oh shit, we took away the weapons, now we have the whole country? Let's go to Korea and fight China. Like, right. it, it, was their, it was their own demise, but like, the second they got their shit together and divided everyone into the little sections and disarmed everyone, complete total control. I, I appreciate what you guys are doing, man. Um, yeah. 100%. As me and him has been on this journey of doing our own podcast, we started it by just getting fucked up and, and shooting the shit and whatnot and thinking like, man, what can you really do to fucking like turn the tide of all this bullshit? They want you to feel demoralized and like there's nothing you can do. There's nobody that you and no one thinks the way you do. It's all one way. Right. The thing is, like, as we've gone, here we are now. Right. We, we were sitting at a table with a bunch of people we never met before in our fucking life. But now, you see, there are more people who yeah. think the way you do that, value freedom, and it's, liberty, etc. And, yeah. and it's funny, too, because like, we've known each other for, what, a year and a half now? And this is the first time we're meeting? Yeah, this is the first time we're so, sitting down together. Yeah. out of nowhere, this community online, on Instagram, was formed. And now it's like this huge force that we have. Right. And like it, it's frowned upon because you get these little communities to network like what you guys are doing. Well, we got booted. Yeah, we got booted from Facebook, Instagram. Right. See, see That's the challenge. Oh, see what yeah. you're doing yeah. though. You're yeah. creating a, an alternative community as we're creating an alternative right. community, and it's it's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Right. It's a good it's, problem. We're doing the right thing. It's competition. Yeah. yeah, it's monopolization versus competition, right. and that's one thing. 
conservatives forget, you know, or whoever, liberty, people, anyone. Think about it. You want to support your community. You have patriotic people. I said this on the podcast. Patriotic people on the way home from work, they're getting a case of Budweiser and a Domino's pizza, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to sit and, you know, I'm patriotic. It's like, no. Right. You vote with your dollars. Your yeah. dollars. You vote every single day with your dollar bills. Yeah. So use your dollars for patriotic businesses. Go get that local craft brew from Angry Eric's. Get a discount with Sons of Liberty, 8% off. Um, <laughs> see, I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, see? That's fine. What shit. And by the way, we have, we have two more coming up. Independence Fest, June 25th at, at Milk Street Distillery. Sussex County's got a, a, a gorgeous, a great distillery. Hey, I'll be okay. drinking then. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> October Freedom Fest at Jersey Girl Brewing. Point is, is if we can keep this up, and the idea is, Patriotic businesses, patriotic veterans, patriotic first responders, patriotic Americans, everyone come together. And again, I don't care what you yeah. look like, what yeah. religion you are. America was founded on the idea that we're going to have a truce. And that truce is, you do you, I do me. And if we come together, it's because we've decided to come together, not because we're forced to come Volunteerism. together. Volunteerism. Isn't it funny that you say, I don't care what color you are, what religion you are, what you are, blah, 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 blah. But the... The in, where, where the, the, bad net, guys. the network that this is on is the most racist. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nazi, where, where where white racist nationalists, Nazis, white yeah. nationalists, where ever. we could care less. But the the inclusive moral side is the one that'll cancel you in a heartbeat. Anything you want. That's the well, game, bro. That's that is the game. They the bad guys realize Hitler was too on the nose. Yeah, being up, standing up there on the podium, being I'm the bad guy. I want everyone dead who disagrees with me. You can't do that anymore. You have to sell yourself. As the good guy, as the virtuous one, as the inclusive one, because then you could co-opt stupid people who don't how, think critically. How easy you have would to, genocide be if it was voluntary? Voluntary, exactly, exactly. I um, I taught Holocaust and genocide for Holocaust and genocide for eight years in a full oh. year course. And we school. might have you just come on and talk about Hell World yeah. War Two, dude. Hey. We, you know, our World War Two episode was one of our early, really good yeah. ones. Man. I love world, you know, it's, I love history. I love World War Two. Unbelievable, and and. To think how the people live now and what they think is, um, like, for instance, what they think is a burden to them versus <laughs> versus people in World War Two scrounging for years after that war right. for bugs to eat because yes. it's like there's you know what I mean people got I said seventy million people got massacred in that war it's unbelievable and so when you when when you study history. It's not the same as how a veteran goes to battle and gets PTSD, but you start looking at the world differently. Yes. And you start going, we live cushy lives. And we don't realize, and, 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 and it, makes you, it makes you build gratitude. Right. Yeah. You start being grateful for, hey, look, you know, there's people that, I could get canceled on Facebook and Instagram for a business where we support veterans and small businesses. Fine, whatever. Take me off their platform. But my life, my life is good if we come together and have things like this. If you sit at home and complain, right, you're not the, doing anything. The forces are gonna, the forces that don't like you are gonna win. You know what I mean? So it's the that idea. There's, there's, together. there's two memes you're making me think of. There's one where it's like, knowledge of history, it's a graph. Knowledge of history, trust of the government, and it's an X. <laughs> there's a second one where it's this this white blonde woman and she's sitting at her standing desk working from home, plants beautiful setting and she's like wow war in ukraine i i wish things would just go back to normal for me the past couple years have been so rough on me and it's like what the fuck are you talking about you're working from home standing desk like people are being blown up there is a detachment from reality in america without a doubt i want to add one more yeah good i want to add one more 
how did grandma get through the Great Depression? <laughs> she knew how to do stuff, yeah. and her supply chains were local. Yeah, or they had a victory gardens where they grew their yeah. fucking vegetables well, in the backyard. The so they didn't have to stress the supply chain. So the supply chain, the food could go to the soldiers. The government told them to do that back then. Has the government... Has the government told us to? Hey, uh, they in Michigan no, they, they, they shut down quite the opposite, seats. Actually. Yeah, they yeah. Sat, during COVID they yeah. wouldn't let you buy seats. What? Yeah, <laughs> I made this point a couple times on the on the shows. I mean, there was a situation a couple months ago where they were asking Jen Psaki about COVID, and they're like, "How come the administration hasn't had any uh, messaging about like personal health, like you know, getting a little bit more healthy in in the face of COVID, how it could be positive for you?" And they're like, "Well, we just." And her answer was, you know, we just follow the advice of the CDC, and if they were advised, and and the WHO, and if they were advising us in that way, that's the recommendation we'd make. What are you fucking talking about? There's no ben- there's no detriment ever to telling people you should probably just get more healthy. Go for a walk. There's there's nothing. It, but, so the fact that they couldn't just say that is suspicious. It's yeah. nefarious. Well, you should be able to be like, yeah, you should probably just get more healthy. It's a good thing. If you don't. You don't have to. It's fine. Whatever. Then you want to get vaccinated, up to you. But probably best for everyone if they were just more healthy. That they couldn't admit that makes no sense. What about this bullshit now that being physically fit and working out is a right-wing extremist ideology? Because I go to the gym every morning. I'm a right-wing extremist. Fascist. Extremely jacked and tan. (laughs) (laughs) GTL for Trump. International (laughs) House of Games. Remember, remember, if our politicians were honest, they would have all their sponsors on their jackets. Jen Psaki is the uh, representative of Joe Biden, who who might have gotten funding from Oreos and Twinkies (laughs) and all these other places. I mean, the big Cheez-Its doesn't want you to eat healthy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. These companies, people were buying all those products during the, during the pandemic. You know, you know the pe- the frozen pizza places. The amount of Burger you know, King I ate during the pandemic. You're right, was though, absurd. man. You're right. I remember a couple, a couple <laughs> years ago in, in college, I was uh, I was in I was in a health class in college. Never showing us some documentary that was produced by like Bill Clinton and Michelle Obama, and it was about uh, eating healthy. Good. This uh, this documentary was produced by Michelle Obama about like eating healthy and whatnot, and and the thing that stood out to me about it is it was sponsored by Coca Cola, <laughs> and 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 the thing is like you know those people when she had put forth this narrative of I want people to get healthier, eat healthier, etc. Like those companies came to bat for her, like we'll help you put forth this uh, program or whatever you want to do. You think those companies really want people to eat healthier? Do you think no? They're trying to buy influence. Yep, and they're. They're convincing, even I don't know, Big Mike, you know, whatever. But it was just—it was right there. Like, how could Coca-Cola be sponsoring a drink healthy drinks program? That doesn't—it's antithetical when you to their existence. Coca-Cola on a, an engine from the '70s and de-rust yeah. it. <laughs> it. I mean, it was right there, and you know, that was maybe six, seven years ago, and I was a Bernie person at the time, and I was like, what? I was like, how is fucking Coca-Cola sponsoring Michelle Obama's eat healthy fucking or drink healthy? You got to think about this too. Coca-Cola used to be an American company. Coca-Cola and these big corporations are not American companies anymore. You can see their advertisements. They're not advertising to Americans. They're advertising to the world. Because they're going in their board meetings, they're going, look, America's 5% of the world. We we want the 95% market share that's outside of this country. And what they've done is they've, they've made a decision. So that means, okay. It's not the end of the world, everyone. We can make a decision not to buy your stuff. 
that we're 5%. So this 5% is going to go in a different direction. That's okay. But you're a global company. You're not an American company anymore. You've made that decision. So just own up to it. Yeah. What we're saying is, is if a small business wants to say, hey, I'm not a global cor corporation, I'm not a global company, I'm an American company, then join us. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? It is as simple as I like that. this guy. It's, it's interesting, like man. Guy. It's interesting philosophically. I knew you would, Cap. I knew yeah. you would. It's, it's interesting philosophically because I, I tend to be libertarian anarchism, right? But which is very like individualism, freedom. But you almost have to act communally in a way to defend your interests as a as a community, right? Then it just it becomes of like it becomes a you have to realize like who's on your side, who's not on your side. Yeah. Well, the, the, have problem, to be, the problem with who's on your side and who's not on your side is the state is historically. Never on your side, no, well, no, I know it's never it's never been on your side, but the state historically just can't leave you alone. I just want to live to in the alone. woods and grow food and just be left alone. No, you get taxed on like rainwater. Like you can't collect rainwater. The state doesn't exist to leave you alone. What comes from yeah. the sky to sustain you as a human being. And if we do, we fucking tax. Yeah. Well, and we we call that socialism sometimes, right? But I want to yeah. come up with a better term for it because socialism is a word that has a lot Douche of bag it has a lot of baggage to it. So here's my better word: they're social engineers. They're trying to engineer. They have an image of the world in their head. I don't care if you're Hitler, Stalin. I don't care which politician you are. They view the world as their oyster, as a place where they can, you know, everyone's a little chess piece and they can move chess pieces around. They don't realize that people have their own autonomy, agency, and that human beings. They don't. For I don't. I think they do realize it. I think they don't give a fuck. Oh no, no, no they, 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 they realize it. They realize. If you it. listen, if you listen to Klaus Schwab's assistant, he's like the human spirit, something that could be programmed. Right. The, the idea that you have freedoms and your they, own thoughts is over. It's the antithesis yeah. of their entire Same. idea. Like yeah. they not only know it exists, they are against it 100%. Right, you're right about that. I didn't mean that, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they yeah, know sorry. it exists, but they reject it. Right. And they, they have, the, this is the way, I, and I don't know every, I don't know all these guys, but this is the way I could see if you're a billionaire, right? You're probably looking at the world going, I'm on top. I'm the predator. I'm, you know, and there's prey out there, and I'm gonna, you know, I whatever I can do to life, I can do. If I can get away with it, that's the morality. It's just, it's just law of the jungle. But it's, yeah. but you know, that's that's a, a false security. Because yeah. even though, like, okay, you're a billionaire, right? So let's say I'm a billionaire and I'm the top predator. I'm pretty sure the two of you could truthfully whoop my ass at any moment. You know what I'm saying? Like your background, like all this shit. Like I might have the billions and I might be the predator, but I'm not truly. The predator. Yeah, but yeah. that's why you pay for your army to protect you. Yeah. Hey, wait, have you guys ever seen Game of Thrones? Of course, yeah. All right, my favorite scene, if I can talk about it real quick. No, go for Game it. Of Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones on this podcast? Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember the riddle? It was a life-changing experience when I saw the scene. It's three minutes. If you're watching this, look up the riddle. It's on YouTube for Game of Thrones. Varus comes in, the bald guy, right? The eunuch. Yeah. And he's talking to... Dinklage, and they're sitting down, okay. and he gives him a riddle, and he goes, he goes, all right, he goes, who runs the world? Like, yeah, the king's runner. He goes, I got a riddle for you. He goes, three men approach a sellsword, a mercenary, a king, a rich man, and a religious, you know, leader. They all bid the sellsword, the mercenary, to kill the other two. Who wins? Who loses? And Dinklage goes, I don't know. Whoever convinces the sellsword. He goes, then why do we think kings run the world? 
Isn't it the men with the guns in their hands? The swords in their hands? Aren't they the people? You know, a gun control debate is something that you can do intellectually, right? But you have to, at the end of the day, realize that the people that hold the guns on this planet are the people who make the decisions. Right, they hold the leverage. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm not saying Monopoly that... Of violence. I'm not advocating for anything, but to understand how and why we need veterans, first responders, and we need to understand that community and bring them in, because they're, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. They're stuck between politicians right. that are making their lives a lot harder, sending them places maybe they shouldn't be, maybe they should, not making a you know, discretion about that, sending first responders and law enforcement doing things maybe they shouldn't, maybe they shouldn't. But at the end of the day, it's like we need to remind a lot of the patriotic veterans and first responders that Americans love you and Americans want you in our community. And what you said about volunteerism and all that stuff, we're not forcing anyone to support small businesses. We're creating that incentive. Right. Right? So there's that, that so if we can build the community, you know, ten times stronger. And that's what they don't want. They want everyone to feel like they're an extremist if they go to a meeting where you uh, talk uh, about a parent teachers conference yeah. meeting, right? Yeah. Oh you're a fucking terrorist the, now. The, yeah. DOJ <laughs> would be like this is domestic terrorism right oh, here. Right now, yeah. We're totally that's Sons of Liberty I'm that sorry. doesn't sound safe. That's because they're losing it, though. I think yeah. we're, I think it's also called a sleeper cell. I'm not really too sure. <laughs> but what what Skaggs just said it's because they're, they're, they're losing. When you're in a bad relationship yeah. and you think you're gonna lose that girl we're all guys here, so I'm just, you know yeah. you think you're gonna lose that girl, you start getting a little crazy. You start getting a little I wanna see your phone. Where are you going tonight? What do you, you get a little more nutsy and nutsy? And she slips through your fingers. Yes. And the harder you, the harder you grab on, the, the quicker she slips away. Yeah. And it's exactly what's going on right now with the Department of Justice, with the establishment. They are losing their grip. I always said at the beginning of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it, it was. When have we ever seen like? Apple and Google, like, okay, Apple Pay is, is gone in how Russia about, now. How Porn about? Hub is well, gone well, in Russia. How about, how about, dude? Porn Hub's a huge one. Dude, how about, how about, right? <laughs> That's a huge one. Look, like you, know, you, know, you know, woke up, he's like, I'm not on painkillers anymore. <laughs> you know what I think is a great barometer of what is being pushed on everybody? Porn Hub. Instagram stories. <laughs> Instagram stories. Instagram stories. Yeah. Why do I say Instagram stories? Because... Something changed when COVID happened, right? You go to post on an Instagram story, you go to post, right? And if you go to add a, a thing, it'll now, sh it used to show you, like, stay home, get vaccinated, yes. COVID things, right? On the drop of a dime, it now switched to the, the first main things are a flag of Ukraine, a dove with the flag of Ukraine, yeah. the trident of Ukraine. Well, that is my barometer now of what are they, what agenda are they trying to push? It's it's well, a very detached, subtle thing, but it's like why well, why is Instagram deciding the first thing it should it's, show you? It's programming. You I, I know it's programming. Yeah, yeah. I know you do. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what it is. Yeah. It is, but you even saw like BLM. Yeah. Right, right. Like, that was there too. During this, yeah. each 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 season of well, come on, season. guys. Let, I like the way guys, you... let's be fair for a second. You know, when we invaded Iraq, they cut off Instagram to America, and when the Saudis invaded uh, Yemen, they cut it off to Yemen. Or they cut it off to Saudi Arabia. You know, anytime any country does something to another country that's illegal under international law, right? You know, the big corporations are just being—they're being, they're being yeah. fair to everyone, right? right? Yeah. No, obviously not. <laughs> right? Yeah. right? Oh, oh, we're good. Sorry, All right. Oh, he's stomping on his foot. He's excited. He's excited. He's got Timberlands on. He's got a broken leg. Yeah. He's, you know, <laughs> Sorry. 
got a little jackboot on him. Phil's yeah. <laughs> butthole just puckered like <laughs> All right, listen, uh, we're, we're an hour and seven in here. I think we should take a break. We'll take a little break. And, yeah, I'll uh, back. I'll All back. right, guys. This is part one. We'll come back Sounds from more hey, in a little bit. If you're watching, you're coming next year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you.